0: Welcome to the Super Sentai Brothers. This is episode 16 of A View to a Cocker Ranger, Internet's best and only podcast dedicated to Ninja Sentai Cocker Ranger. Every week, we watch an episode of the show and we share our thoughts with you, the listeners. My name is Matt J. With me, as always, is my co-host and brother Dave. Dave, how are you doing today?
1: I'm fine. How are you
0: doing today, Matt? Oh, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> you and you the, do uh, not. the listening audience may have picked up on the fact that my voice is a little different today. Uh, I, uh, part of the reason that we did not have an episode last week is that I got sick, um, and so what you are hearing now is the remains of my voice from when I was sick. Uh, if I try to go too much above this particular register, it starts to, like, crack and fall apart pretty easily, so I'm just gonna keep it low and slow this whole episode, so. Uh, I,
1: uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie, Matt. So, you and I were hanging out yesterday and, like, playing video, you know, just, like, not playing video games, sorry, playing board games. And we were talking, and you sounded like this, and (laughs) it was fine, but now I have you on headphones, and it's a very different and slightly uncomfortable experience.
0: I'm not going to lie. Well, uh, Dave, I can only hope that our listeners do not feel uh, uncomfortable with this. Otherwise, this will have been... A waste of two hours. (laughs) So, Matt, what episode are we watching this week? Uh, Dave, this week we are watching episode 16 of Ninja Sentai Kaka Ranger. It is called The Red Monkey's Oni Extermination. But before we get into that, Dave, shining in the heavens, as always, there are five stars. What is our first star of the week?
1: So, our first star of the week, Matt, is actually maybe closer to like a public service announcement... All right. I okay. So I was driving on the highway the other day, and there was a sign, a big sign, a billboard. So it was a billboard.
0: Sign, oh, a billboard. oh yeah, that's so, what they call those. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was a billboard, and it had it had cans of Milwaukee's best sure on it, and I guess there's like three different versions. I don't know. I don't drink the beast, but what this billboard? This billboard was not advertising Milwaukee's best. It assumes that you already know that Milwaukee's best exists. What this billboard was advertising, Matt, is that Milwaukee's Best
0: is now sold at 6.9% alcohol. Well, that seems irresponsible. Milwaukee's Best beer is now almost 14 proof. That's insane. I remember. I I, I once saw recently, uh, within the last few years, in Milwaukee's Best ice, Billboard that was bragging about the fact that when you bought a case of them, uh, the cans were not twelve ounces; they were thirteen ounces. So you got one free ounce per can. That's well. If you bought a case at twenty-four, that's like two free beers. I know. Effectively, if you consider the fact that it is now being sold at six point nine percent alcohol, uh, guys, that's, you know that's your one-stop shop right there.
1: Someone's gonna, someone's gonna die. Like, you can't – you can't – okay, because here's the deal. The people who drink – and, like, listen, I'm not saying I've never drank Milwaukee's Best. I've drank Milwaukee's Best. It's not good beer. Those weren't great moments in my life, but I've done it. So I don't have a whole lot of space to, like, throw shade if you are a person who's drinking Milwaukee's Best. Sure, sure. I'm right there with you. But I would say as a rule, as a generalized rule – The people who are drinking Milwaukee's Best, like, on the regular, like, they just don't, like, don't do that to them. Yeah, Don't turn that into a, you don't need to be drunk faster if you're already a dude who's drinking Milwaukee's Best. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, well,
0: because here's the thing about Milwaukee's Best is no one's buying, like, a chill six-pack of Milwaukee's Best to enjoy, like, you know, sitting around after dinner. Uh, with good friends while you're playing, you know, a board game, you know? It's, yeah, it, it's no. Not, nobody does that. That's not a thing that happens. Nobody grabs one of those to bring to a dinner party. If you're buying Milwaukee's Best, it's because you're planning to drink 100 cans of Milwaukee's Best. <laughs> Um, uh, and you yeah. should not do that. First, you first should of all, never man, do that. Don't. But second of all, especially toad, if it is now six point nine percent alcohol. This yeah. is uh, we are recording this on New Year's Eve day. Uh, it is December the thirty first. So um, you won't hear it, but in time. But just in case you were planning to have some New Year's plans that involved. Um, drinking 100 cans of Milwaukee's best ice. Don't uh, don't is, do that thing. This is our message to you. No, man. Just no, man. do <laughs> chill. <laughs> just, just, just don't.
1: Just don't do that. That's not cool. So, uh, Matt, what is our second
0: star of the week? Well, second star of the week is, um, as I alluded to earlier, and of course, listeners will be aware, we did not have an episode last week. Um, because it was Christmas and we were busy and I was sick and all that other stuff. But what I want to talk about right now specifically is Christmas. Uh Christmas was wonderful. Our family was there. Uh your in-laws were all in town as well. So we had like yeah. a big joint thing. Uh and we got a bunch of Christmas presents and it was lovely.
1: Yeah, it was super cool. Matt got me a new bit for my router, which is totally awesome. It is like the uh, it is like a super profesh version of this thing, and uh, it's probably probably just like way fancier than I need it to be. Like it's probably this thing is far. It's too good for me, if that makes sense. Well, you'll like I am grow into it. I'm outstripped by this tool, but I am excited to have it.
0: And then uh, Dave and Beth got me a uh, what is it like a ten by twelve plaque about? Yeah, I'd say it's about. Yeah, it's about a ten by twelve plaque that uh, Beth has carved with the image of the Eye of Akamoto in a very fancy way. Uh, it's very cool. I am looking to uh, once it gets sort of stained and whatnot, getting it up in my apartment. It'll, it's you know what it is is it's just exactly on that edge between like if you know that it's the Eye of Akamoto and you see it, you're like, oh, that's fun. But if you don't know that and you just see it in someone's apartment, you're like, oh, that's like a fun piece of like carved folk art. That is what I hope people think. Like if they, if you
1: don't already know what the Eye of Agamotto is, my our hope was that you would see this thing and you would think exactly what you said, Matt. Nah, that's a fun piece of folk art. What I am like low key concerned about is that someone will walk into your apartment and be like, "Why do you have a carving of like what is clearly like a strange and eldritch eye just on your wall? Like what's like, like what's what's that all
0: about?" Well, I think what, what we really need to do now is find a place to put it that will surprise someone.
1: I think the... Okay, so I was thinking about this. Here's what you do, Matt. You just put it uh, opposite your toilet, okay? Like, I'm not... This is a present that we've given you. Because the way that your restroom works is that, like, when you just walk in, you open the door. And so someone will not see this until they have, like, shut the door and then sat down to, you know, do their business. Sure. And then, bam!
0: I have Akamoto, like right in your face. Uh, I, I will consider that suggestion. Don't, no, don't do that. No, man. No, that's, that's a terrible
1: idea. Um, yeah, so we got a bunch of great Christmas presents, and uh, it was a delight to see everybody. We hope that your uh, holiday festivities were equally
0: uh, festive. That one yeah. kind of got away from me. No, I can dig it, man. So, speaking of other things we did uh, while we were both on Christmas break, Dave, what is our third star of the week? So, third star of the week is that we did see some movies. We
1: saw Rogue One. Yes, we did. Obviously, we're not going to spend like a whole lot of time talking about it because there are many, many people who have done that. Uh, Yeah, you get it.
0: Like people have talked. You get it. it. If you wanted to listen to a review of it or read something, uh, you've probably done that by now. And if you're trying to avoid it. You are probably hoping that we do not uh, spoil it right now, so we're not going to do that. But here is what, what I here is what I will say about Rogue One. First of all, that movie was two thumbs up from so me. good. This movie was really good. Uh, second of all, it really captured uh, something that I really like about Star Wars, but it's not actually something that I like from this st- like the Star Wars movies. It is the same feel you get from like a good. S- like, watching Rogue One is the same feeling you get from, like, reading a good Star Wars, like, extended universe novel.
1: Yeah! Yes! You know, no, that was really... Like, that's a really good way to say that. Because
0: it's all the, Or playing, like, the tabletop RPG during the Rebellion era where, like, you're trying to have fun and, like, do a Star Wars thing that's, like, definitely Star Wars. But also, like, you're not allowed to play Luke Skywalker, so you need to find a different thing to do.
1: Right! And, you like, you know, you can't be a Jedi okay, you shouldn't because whatever but yeah no I it's, you're doing all of this stuff kind of in it was so beautifully woven in and around all of the other Star Wars stuff. I thought it was just, like just fantastic. it was such a great movie. yeah the other movie the other movie that we saw was not as good.
0: no, it was okay. Well, here's, here's, it was, I'm going to call it a successful movie for what it set out to do, because the movie that we other saw, the other movie that we saw, (laughs) uh, sorry, listen, I'm still getting over this thing. Um, The other movie that we saw was Assassin's Creed, which, like, it is exactly an Assassin's Creed movie. It was like 100% in being Assassin's Creed.
1: It was super exciting. Like, it was fun and exciting, and it was visually gorgeous, and...
0: It was a, a fun experience the whole way through. Kind of vaguely confusing. Yeah, like, at the end, yeah, like, at the end, it was vaguely confusing and kind of unrewarding. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like it actually captured the
1: Assassin's Creed experience pretty perfectly. Now, the <laughs> at the end of the movie... My because my wife was there, we all saw it together, and she said, "Okay, well, the cutscene is over, and I would like to play the game now," <laughs> which I think is perfect because they did like the whole movie seemed like an assassin, like the opening cutscene for the latest Assassin's Creed game, and it's just it's like now you can go play Assassin's Creed. But Michael Fassbender was great in it. Oh, yeah. uh, there were a bunch of flips. Those dudes did so many flips. Oh, they man, did a dude. bunch Those of like flips. crazy runs. And a dude did like a flying, like twisting, vaulty, like backflippy thing. And he like threw a knife at a dude while that thing happened. And that was really awesome. And I found out that Assassin's Creed Matt apparently holds the, uh, the record for like longest stuntman freefall or like. At 125 feet. Twelve stories. 12 and a half stories. Wow. This is this dude like ran. And what was weird though is that I was looking for the jump. Like I was trying to find it. And I did not like I didn't see the shot in the in the movie. Like it has to have been there. It just seems like if you had a dude who actually did a hundred and twenty-five foot free fall, that
0: you would have really made that like a prominent moment. I think it would be hilarious if they went through all that bother, and then in the final cut of the movie, they're like, you know, honestly, we just don't have room for this scene.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's it was a lot of fun. Michael Fassbender was fantastic in it. Marion Cotillard was fantastic. Uh, Jeremy Irons, I thought was – like, everybody who was in it was really good. Oh, sure. It was just – it's just an Assassin's Creed thing, and it's a little bit weird, but if you like Assassin's Creed, you will probably like the movie. I love Assassin's Creed, the games. Uh, I, I like
0: the movie a lot. It, w- it was a lot of fun, and they they did manage to make the... Uh, if, if you've never played Assassin's Creed, the, the hook is that like there's a device called the Animus. You go into the Animus, and it lets you relive the memories of your ancestors, right? Uh, and in the... M- Video games. The Animus is just, like, a slightly uncomfortable couch with, like, a thing that goes <laughs> over your face. Uh, right. And they did solve the problem of that being, like, way boring by turning it into, like, this giant, like, danger room, basically. Uh, so no, that was nah, it was... That was cool. I was I was talking to somebody, they were like, oh, they changed the animus. And I was like, would
1: you really have wanted to watch this movie if the animus was video game accurate? It's yeah. just, yeah, it's a dumb couch. That's stupid. Dude, this I, version is way, way better. Dude, I've been
0: watching a ton of movie like action movies recently. Are we still oh, yeah? in like third, fourth star zone? Can I just throw some? Yeah, should, yeah, no, just tell tell what have you been doing? Okay, so uh, our sister is staying with me, and we both love action movies, so that's yeah. what we've sort of been doing while she's been here. Uh, I realized that she had never seen The Killer or Hard Boiled, so we watched both of those as sort of a double feature, which is... Oh,
1: no, that's good of you. Thank you for picking up that slack. That's really a failing on
0: your and I's part that we didn't show those to her earlier. Uh, Yeah, and if you've never seen those movies, watch them, and watch them in that order. Watch The Killer and then watch Hard Boiled. Uh, That is a, I have found, a more satisfying experience. But another movie that we watched was uh, Legend of Drunken Master. The old, uh, I think, 94 Jackie Chan movie. Dude, that movie is so good. I love that movie. Dude, it's, it's great. Listen, that that is like, in my head, like, early 90s Jackie Chan is like prime Jackie Chan. Um, and that is like one of the best. But here is a thing about that movie, which I found delightful. So we watched the whole movie. And at the very end of it, there's, yep. I don't know if you recall, a scene in like a metalworking foundry thing where Jackie Chan... Yeah, he
1: like... He's fighting a dude, and he's like losing, and then he gets like real, real drunk, and which he hadn't probably like, he promised he wasn't gonna do, but then he did it, and then he wins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: listen, it's a legend of Dragon Master. He has to get drunk. Right, he yeah, yeah, he's got to get, gotta get drunk. Uh, but he's fighting this dude whose style is kick. He's just like it's just like very fast kicks all over the place, and it's very cool. Like that guy is very neat. And after we finished watching that movie. Katie said, oh, there's this other great movie that starts... It's a Donnie Yen movie called Special ID from like 2013, 2014. Okay. Uh, that starts with this great scene with uh, another dude who's like good at kicks. We should watch that. And so we turn it on. And like, you know, it this movie came out like 20 years after Legend of Drunken Master he's right. the same kick guy. It is like <laughs> the exact same actor. Like, but That's instead great. Instead of being 20 years younger and kicking Jackie Chan, he's like in his like, you know, mid to late 40s and kicking Donnie Yen. It was amazing.
1: Dude, I have been watching uh, Westworld and I know like I'm a little late to this party because it's already it's been out for a little bit. But I am now watching Westworld and uh, it's real good. Like it's real real good so it's the uh the, the do you know the premise of the show matt westworld do you know kind of what this is about
0: i i know there are robot cowboys that that's yeah there's basically
1: okay so what it is is that like the 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 fiction of the show is that somebody has set up like the ultimate larp effectively with robot cowboys and you can like go and you play a wild west larp but with like robots and you can actually shoot them and you know whatever
0: right sure it's everything you want
1: yeah, so, like, the story of the show is that, like, all oh, the robots are, like, developing consciousness, and, like, what is it, and blah, 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 blah. But the the hilarious part to me is just how exactly they have captured the LARP experience Okay. in this TV show. Like, people are showing up, and they're, like, jerks to the NPCs, and they're, like, ruining the dramatic, like, the moments of drama that, like, the plot writers have scripted in. it's like a bad guy comes out and he's about to do this like super dramatic speech after all this stuff has happened and then a player just like shoots him in the neck and he dies (laughs) and it cuts over to the story writer and you just see him like grit his teeth and like slap his head it's exactly this is exactly what players do there's supposed to be a dramatic moment and then somebody's like no i'm just gonna kill him and yeah so that's also a super fun show that's yeah, there's a couple other movies that I'm super looking forward to. Uh, John Wick 2 is coming out real soon. It's coming out like February, which I did not know. I'm very excited about.
0: Yeah, I heard that was coming out. I have not even seen a tri- uh, preview for that thing. Yeah, me neither. Which, But
1: I am. I'm super excited to see it. The first one was fantastic. Well, I don't know. We'll probably talk about it. But uh, what, Matt, is our fifth
0: and final star of the week? The fifth star of the week, Dave, is that this is the... It's our last episode of 2016. Uh, you will be hearing it as the first episode of 2017. Uh, and so that means it is time for us to announce our new slogan slash motto of the year. Uh, of course, uh, originally, it was Up Your Game. And 2015, then, and then Up it, Your Game. And then in 2016, we announced our our, our our sequel to that, Part 2, which was it's 2016, Up Your Game. And listen... We do want you to continue to up your game in 2017. That's, that's that's without a doubt.
1: That's a core, yeah. That's a core priority for us here at Super Sentai Brothers Incorporated. That's one of our like prime values is
0: game upping. Right. However, we we, we decided that listen, uh, a lot of people had sort of a rough 2016, and uh, some people make have a rough 2017, and so we thought. That it would be best, instead of reminding you to up your game all the time, to instead remind you, uh, like the Wild Stallions taught us, be excellent to each other.
1: 2017,
0: just be excellent to each other. Just give it a shot. Just try it. Listen, if you have the option to be excellent or to not be excellent to somebody, just be excellent to that person. That's all it is. Yeah.
1: Be, just do, yeah, just be excellent to each other. 2017 Just be excellent to
0: each other And in many ways in, in, in so doing You will up your game So if you missed out on that this year uh, <laughs> you, can, uh, you can circle back around on that In the old 2017 uh, But now Dave Now we are going to take a break We are going to watch episode 16 Of Ninja Sentai Cocky Ranger The Red Monkey's Oni Extermination And we'll be right back All right, welcome back. So, we have just finished watching episode 16, The Red Monkey's Oni Extermination. Uh, It was rad. Very cool things happened. And now, we're going to talk about it. Dave, (laughs) take it away.
1: Okay, so... If you recall from last episode, where we started off, is that Sasuke, the rangers, are all captured by the Shuten-Doji brothers. And they are trapped in this like mystical forest by a gang of evil lady ninjas called the Kuno Ichigami. And they've defeated all the rangers except Sasuke. Sasuke is on the run. They have him cornered on a bridge. And then Sasuke leaps off the bridge, and but is sort of exploded as he is going down. And then that's where this episode picks up.
0: Yes. So here's this amazing thing. seems like a bad place for Sasuke to start any sort of situation mid-fall and exploding.
1: Okay, here's the amazing thing about this. And I don't know if they did this on purpose or what, but it's incredible. So what happens is, is we pick up and the Kuno Ichigami are up on the bridge and they're like, okay, well, we have to go get Sasuke and capture him and bring him back. So they go down to the bottom of the ravine. And what they find at the bottom of the ravine is not Sasuke, but a stuffed kaku ranger, like a straw kaku ranger in Sasuke's costume. It's like a scarecrow
0: using uh, Sasuke's costume.
1: It's a scary yokai. So what's incredible about this is that when you saw everything, when you saw in the last episode Sasuke falling off the bridge and exploding, like obviously they didn't get the actor and throw him off a bridge and explode him. And so it was very obviously a dummy. Like, it was super stiff, and it was just falling in a flat line, and it was definitely not a real person. And so the fact that we get to the beginning of this episode, and it actually wasn't even supposed to be a real person, it's like, no, this is amazing. Like, this is fantastic that they've actually explained... They explained away the fact that it was definitely a dummy that they threw off of that bridge.
0: No, it's it, it, yeah, that was amazing. What else is amazing is that this show is about ninja, right? And so you would think that at some point I would get used to the fact that every time it looks like something is bad and I cannot figure out how they're going to get out of it, like they have already gotten out of it. Via it's identified. Everything's like, yeah, like, cool. There's ninja tricks, and I'm just like I'm. Per- Perpetually delighted by how many times they throw like weird ninja tricks to escape things. It's the best. And it I think... continues on in this episode. There's a lot of great ninja, <laughs> like like classic ninja stuff in this episode.
1: My favorite part is how surprised we continue to be. Like, oh man, Sasuke, this looks pretty rough. It's like, no, it's just, it's ninja tricks. It's like, you got me again, Kakaranger, but I love it. So what uh with the so the Kudo Ichigami are down there. They've realized this ninja trick. But what they also notice is that Sas- so Sasuke's run away, but he is bleeding. He has left like a blood trail. So they say, okay, well, we're just going to follow this trail. And this will like lead us to Sasuke, obviously. Back to Sasuke, or not back, over to Sasuke. He's in his ninja gear. He's running along. He puts his ear to the ground, like Tanto style, and like listens for them. He hears him. He's like, oh, no. They're getting close. But then when he looks down, or, like, when he goes to get back up, rather, he looks down and he realizes that he is leaving this blood trowel.
0: Yeah. And so he tears off part of, like, because whenever they're wearing, like, their ninja costumes, like their classic ninja clothes, they have, like, scarves and stuff like that. So he tears off part of his, like, red, like, scarf headdress thing and wraps it around his leg as sort of like a makeshift bandage.
1: Yes. So... And then he kind of is, like, running, and the Kuno Ichigami are sort of chasing. But we go from there. Oh, no. This is incredible. I totally forgot about this. So we see the Kuno Ichigami, and they run across the screen. And then once they have passed, Sasuke jumps up out of the leaves behind them.
0: Yeah. And, like, not to, like, attack them. He's like, okay, they have left. Now I can get out of my hiding space, which was underground, and run away. I just...
1: Yeah, like the degree to which they are really playing up the ninja versus ninja aspect of this conflict that the Kuno Ichigami are crazy ninjas and Sasuke is also a crazy ninja. And it's not really about like, yes, they're fighting, but their fight is like a, it's like a techniques fight. Like this is a ninja fight. It's not about who can stab the other guy the best. It's about who can kind of. Get a trick over, like who can like ultra
0: trick? Yeah, who can, the like, other one, ninja, the other one. Yeah, which is, which is so great. Like that's awesome. And I also love this. This seems to happen every time the show gets broken down to like one or maybe two people. Which is that when the whole team is together, they're just a regular Sentai team. They use kind of like ninja techniques to fight, but they're basically just like a superhero team. But when it gets down to like just Sasuke, he starts breaking out like crazy ninja stuff. And it's awesome. Okay,
1: so uh, Sasuke is at least safe for the moment. This is what we know. We go from there to the abandoned factory that we know the Shuten Doji are in, and
0: just Sasuke has, how like, hard followed them there, and is, like hiding, yeah. like behind some rubble as the Shuten Doji brothers are talking to the uh, lady ninjas.
1: Yeah, and just how hard they have leaned into, like, the 90s action bad guy lair. Like, the Doradoras are, like, walking around the outside of this factory doing patrols with, like, machine guns. But they only have- some of them. Only some of them, because other ones of them are doing, like, they Okay, so, sorry, we've never mentioned this before, but whenever the Doradoras, like, move or run around, they put their hands on the side of their head and they do this weird sort of wobbly run, Okay. And so some of the Dorodoros are rolling around like 90s bad guys with machine guns. And some of the Dorodoros are running around with their like, weird loopy swords and doing like a waggly run.
0: I would love to have seen an animated version of Cocker Ranger just to see what the Dorodoros would have been like. Because I think they would have been great. Oh man! Just like I never thought about fluid that before. And like Flopping all over the place.
1: You know, yeah, you're right. The Dora Dora's actually would have been way cooler animated than like, they are. Anyways,
0: like, generally speaking, I think you know, like there is a reason that Sentai is a live action show and not an anime. And I really like that it's a live action show. Like, I think yes. that it is, you know, better for the fact that it has like real actors and costumes and stuff. Um, But very occasionally, there's something that I wish I could have seen animated. And the Doros, particularly in this episode, are those things.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Sorry, I'm just, like, diverging a tiny bit. But just how much I think anime has influenced our concept of what a good action scene should look like. Oh, interesting. Like, even in real life... Like, the things that I want to see out of, like, an awesome action scene. Like, I just wonder how much
0: connection there is there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... So Sasuke is, like, as I said, hiding behind some stuff and eavesdropping on this conversation between the gami and the brothers. Uh, apparently, I can only remember either the name of the brothers or the name of the Lady Ninjas at any given time. Uh, <laughs> so right now, I remember that it's the gami Uh, the shooting
1: doji brothers man
0: doji brothers thank you thank you yeah so so they're talking and basically the 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 lady ninjas are saying um sasuke is injured he's going to try to escape but even if he can like kind of get away our ninja magic that we've placed in this forest is going to like continue to loop him around so he's stuck here until we catch him so now we just need to look around and find him
1: Yes, so Sasuke, so he hears this, so he kind of now at least has an idea as to what the playing field kind of looks like. He's like, all right, well, I'm sort of stuck here, and I just have to figure out how to deal with this in a way that doesn't involve me, like, actually getting out of this forest, because I can't. So he looks around, Yeah, he's one, and he's one guy, he's
0: stuck in an environment, there are people after him, uh, all of his friends are captured, and he is going to be, like, sneaking around and crawling through air ducts. Ah, uh, this episode just became like Ninja Diehard a little bit. <laughs> well, he
1: is—he is definitely about to start sneaking around in air ducts because he looks up and he says, "Okay." What he realizes is that there are air ducts that are directly above the rest of the cocky Rangers. Okay, right. so he says, "Ah!" Like we don't obviously see his plan, but he clearly something is going to go on here.
0: Right. So, so he the actually, first thing he does he leaves um and like runs back into the woods to get back to nekamaro cuz in nekamaro is like it's like a, it's a first aid kit but it's like a ninja first aid kit so it's got like bandages and stuff but also like random ninja crap <laughs> which <laughs> so is going he, to be very useful in a moment
1: yeah so he he goes and he grabs a couple of things and he goes to sneak through the vents and he gets up to the spot where he is directly above the other rangers and this is like his injuries are starting to catch up to him and he's kind of bleeding in the vents and he's like oh but you can tell he's trying to stay super super quiet because he's up in these vents and the shooting doji brothers are oh like if case you've forgotten sorry or we didn't mention it the rangers are tied up no joke maybe 10 feet away from the shooting doji brothers
0: yeah and they're sitting at a table just like drinking heavily
1: Yeah, so Sasuke, like, he can't make any noise, but he's in a ton of pain, and he's very stressed out because of all the stuff that's happening, and this is, like, a legit, this is the most dramatic moment I, well, mm, last episode when Jiraiya was like, no, run, and he runs, that's also very dramatic, but this is a super, like, this is an excellent moment. Yeah, absolutely, so do you
0: want to take it?
1: Yeah, so it's just, like, it's Tim, and he's up in
0: this vent, and he's, like, bleeding and trying to figure out how to help his friends. Uh, It's just, it's rad. It's great, and he's also, like, trying to, like, maneuver around in there to re... Because he grabs some, like, actual bandages and not just, like, his dirty scarf. Uh, So he's trying to, like, re-bandage himself, and he's having flashbacks of watching all of his friends get captured. And just wondering, like, what can I do to defeat these guys? Like, they work so well together, I can't overpower them.
1: Yes. Uh, We have a quick shot of the Kunoichi Gami searching on the woods for Sasuke. We come back to Sasuke, and as he is looking at the Shuten Doji Brothers, he has some sort of realization. Like, we don't know what it is. He just says, oh, that's it. Okay. So at this point, Young Noble
0: Jr. arrives, and he is super mad at the Shuten Doji Brothers. Right, because, like, he let them out on the... Like, you know, they were, like, super-duper chained up, and he let them out on the one condition that they murder the cocky rangers, and they have not delivered. Right, so he's like,
1: you... It's like, guys, we have a thing. You need to... Like, you need to murder these fools. That's the
0: deal. He starts, like, hitting done his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: and so here's some good say,
0: news. Uh, Dr. Yagami is still alive.
1: Yes, that dude is totally around, and he has actually said, he says, listen, Young Noble Jr., I got that you're upset... I have got new weapons for the Shuten Doji Brothers. So when they actually go to fight these guys, like when they go to fight Sasuke, he's already injured. They're going to have these new weapons. It's not even going to be a problem. Everything's cool. Young Noble Jr. says, listen, you take the time you need.
0: Just do the job right. And then he but leaves. kill these four first. And then he leaves. And as he so, leaves, he, like, he grabs his guitar. He turns. He starts to run away, and as he is running away, he is, like, playing a guitar solo. It's so good. It's it's my hope that Young
1: Noble Jr. is just so dedicated to the idea of having a personal soundtrack that he is willing to provide it uh, anywhere that he is. So we go back to Sasuke, and he's up in the vents, and this is what he does. This is, like, his new plan. This is actually pretty clever. So he has, like, a drill bit. And he is just, like, spinning this drill bit between his fingers to drill a hole through the metal vent. Which, on one hand, is a really fun idea. On the
0: other hand, would take a jillion years. Well, like, that would just take a really long time. Well, it would, except, okay, I, I will say in this show's defense that, um, you know, duct like, metal ducts are not made out of, like, the toughest metal. We don't know what this bit is made out of, and also he has some sort of like vial of liquid that he pours onto the spot where he is drilling, and I think that might have been some kind of like acid or something to like help weaken it, or at least oh, like help I just... the drill bit catch.
1: Oh no, I think I thought it was just like oil, so that it wouldn't squeak or something, which would be very like a
0: ninjay thing to do. Man, I don't know. In any case, <laughs> but anyway, he so he able to drill through it like pretty quickly. So, yeah, he drills this tiny hole, and it's just above the
1: other rangers. And this is... Okay, so actually, at first, what I thought he was going to do is that it was going to, like, pull, like, a James Bond. Like, the ninjas from James Bond. um, that was
0: exactly what I was thinking.
1: Because he pulls out a string! He pulls out a string, so I assumed he was going to try and, like, poison the shooting Doji Brothers... In oh, like, in, in case that, you have not me out.
0: recently seen, um, uh, you only live twice. There you only a live scene twice. That's it. You Thank only you. live twice. Where a ninja breaks into the place where James Bond is staying with a lady, and like is up in the rafters, lowers a string down to like just above where the girl's head is, and like drips some poison so it runs down the string and lands in her mouth. That is what we are. That is what we thought was going to happen.
1: Right? He does not do that. What he does do is lower a hacksaw blade down to the rangers. And he sort of, like, dinks may in the head with it. And she sort of wakes up. And then she gets the other rangers very quietly. And so she gets this hacksaw blade. And she starts cutting through her ropes. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. It's like this spool of blade. So, like, he just lowers the whole thing down. Yeah, it's it's
1: pretty rad. Uh, So... We go from there, we see the Kuno Ichigami, they're back at the factory, and once they arrive, we hear Sasuke's voice.
0: Sort of like, and shouting, Sasuke like is outside, saying side, but like they can't tell yeah. where it's coming from.
1: Oh, I'm over here! No, I'm over here! And he's sort of Look mocking them, like, what, you can't yeah. find
0: me? I'm right here. Come, battle me, ladies. And, and so the Shuten Doji Brothers
1: run out, the Kuno Ichigami are there, and they're like, where is, where's Sasuke? What's going on? And one of the Kudo Ichigami just says, oh, no, he must be using the art of the cicada.
0: Now, you might be thinking, dear listeners, that at this point, the narrator would pop back in and say, ah, the art of the cicada. That is a secret nimpo, which allows the ninja to, like, throw his voice and make it sound like it's coming from all the trees. Uh, he does not do that. Nothing. There is no explanation as to what the art of the cicada is. I assume that what it is is what I just said. But really, I have no way of knowing.
1: Yeah. And it's the th- uh, she, like she's clearly means a thing by it. Like she doesn't just say and she's like freaked out. Oh, no. He's using the art of the cicada. You couldn't just say he's using like ninja voice throwing technique or okay, well, anyways.
0: Nah, dude. So art of the cicada.
1: Art of the Cicada, which in any other, like, it sounds rad, despite the fact that cicadas are super gross. Like, it sounds rad, Art of the Cicada, but it would be nice to know, I just want to know, like, what it is. Okay, so he's using the Art of the Cicada, and then they they sort of finally, like, they start running around the factory, and as they round one of the corners, what we see is, is all of the rangers have gotten loose, they're all five together, and everybody seems to be fine now. Like yeah, they're hurt. all
0: cool. They've all somehow recovered their Doran changers, which is nice.
1: Yeah, so they Super Henge, and then the Kunoichi got Super Henge, and then Sasuke says,
0: Judgment Time! Yeah, he says, like, which how is like a... dare you harm my team? I will never forgive you for this. <laughs> but the way that he says Judgment Time, it's like, it's like a really
1: intense line, right? But the way he delivers it, it seems to be like very casual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they they start to fight and it, you know it's like Kuno Ichigami versus the Kaku Rangers and the Shootin Doji Brothers are there and some Dores are there
0: it's fun it's like a nice big sort of brawl and everyone's getting nice moments and now that all the Kaku Rangers are back together of course they're doing much much better because previously when they were losing against these guys it was partially because they had been split into two groups right power five so I, yeah,
1: I do wish, I kind of wish we could get rid of the Batman 66, like, visual-style sound effects. Sometimes I would be okay if that happened. Um, but,
0: they, they, I like them. They In a more serious episode like this, they do see a, a little out of place, but... Yeah, that's kind of... whatever.
1: Anyways, okay. So Sasuke is, he ends up sort of fighting the Shuten Doji Brothers alone. And so he fights a little bit, and then they, he gets dropped, and they pick him up and throw him. And he he says, "Ah, oh, flaming whirlwind, which is I guess his version of like Owl or water tornado attack, and then the shooting doji brothers just flaming whirlwind return, which it, that's just at this point it's just lazy <laughs> it's lazy writers,
0: like yeah. come on, well you, you, know, you can't okay. just be like here's here's what I have to assume. there is not a separate technique called flaming whirlwind return. they just have an ability to reflect like things that are like directed towards them
1: yeah i mean i guess that would make that would make them formidable opponents and capable to kill the hundred yokai that they killed like i guess uh okay it, is, it so, is sort
0: of a shame although it does allow us to see all of these special attacks that we haven't actually seen yet without them just murdering the monsters and ending the episode
1: mm, good point good point uh okay they need so, to showcase
0: all those ninja tricks dave
1: so what they do is they pull united blade which is their like leapfrog attack and sasuke is about to get hit by it and then dude this might be my favorite moment of this episode sasuke dodges out of the way and then he clones himself using like ninja clone technique and then he does the united blade with himself and he uses it to attack the shoot Doji brothers it's amazing
0: it's awesome because like when he clones himself he does this and then he clones himself, like, a bunch of times, and there's, like, seven Sasuke's just running in a circle around the Shuten Doji Brothers. So, like, yeah, like, how do you guys like it? Like, now I'm teaming up on you, which is the real me. And they're, like, flipping around at them and, like, disorienting them. And eventually, the real Sasuke, like, jumps through and does, like, a, like an extra attack to stun them. Okay,
1: and then he drops, uh, he drops Full Moon Cut, which is, like, his kind of neat special attack. The Shuten Dojo brothers go down, the other rangers show up, and then the Shuten Dojo brothers are like, Ah, well, we will crush you with our giantism. So they become giant, and then the Kaku rangers summon the beast general fighters, and then they manage to merge with them. Which, like, Kuno Ichigami, you guys had literally one job. Young Noble Jr. last episode was like, whatever you do, you cannot let these dudes summon their giant robots, because that's it. Like, if they summon the giant robots, game over...
0: Go to falling down on the job. Yeah, and, I mean, spoiler, it's over. Like, we will continue to yeah, tell like, you what is over, going to happen, right. but uh, it, it, it is not going to go well for these bros.
1: Yeah, so it actually, well, well, it goes pretty well at first, because we find out what the secret weapon that Dr. Yagami has built for them, and it's basically, like, power armor. Not, like, a full suit, but they've got, like, uh, leg braces, like greaves, right? They've got, like, greaves, and then, like, bracers, and some shoulder pads, and the older brother has, like, a
0: giant drill arm, and then the younger brother has a buzzsaw arm. It's amazing. Uh, when you say shoulder pads, the shoulder pads are also buzzsaw, like, Road Warrior style, like, buzzsaw <laughs> shoulder really pads. I about
1: that. Um, okay. So, they start fighting. Uh, at first, the Concrete Rangers are losing. Like, things are going poorly for them. Until it's eventually just Sasuke. So, everybody else is down. Sasuke's the last man up. He gets grabbed from behind by the younger of the Shuten-Doji brothers, and the older, the, which is the one with the drill arm, is running at him, like, about to drill
0: him to death, I guess. Which is, you know, pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I as ways to die go, I guess being drilled to death is kind of a rough one. So, but Sasuke, at the very last moment, is able to, like, reposition himself and get away but the elder of the Shuten Doji brothers has already attacked, and so instead of attacking um, Sasuke, he ends up attacking his brother and like drilling him straight through the chest.
1: <laughs> it's it's a, okay. Like even though the Shuten Doji brothers are bad guys, because I have a brother with you, I'm very close. I'm a little oh yeah, I'm, I'm a little sympathetic, sympathetic for the Shuten like Doji. He's <laughs> <happens. laughs> right, like oh man, Doji brother, that's rough, man. I feel bad for these guys, but they are. Terrible yokai monsters. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, listen, they're super murderers. So then the Kaku Rangers, they ditch the they ditch the Beast General fighters and they summon the Great Beast Generals
0: and then they turn into Muteki Shogun and then it's over. Yeah, they're like, like, now we will show you the real power of teamwork and the real power of teamwork is a flaming sword the size of a building.
1: <laughs> and then that's... And even... The, and again, Muteki Shogun... Takes out both of these dudes with literally one shot. Like one swipe, both dudes go down. Still, nothing has even come close to scratching Muteki Shogun. Like as soon as that dude shows up, there's no longer a fight. It's just like they form Muteki Shogun and two die. It's it's pretty wonderful. So Yeah, that's basically it. Um we go back to the it's the so it's the next day. The Rangers are back in Nekomaru. They're kind of back on the right track to get to that next town that just just needs those crepes. So they, they
0: get to the intersection where they had previously taken a wrong turn because if you remember, the uh, the lady ninjas had like done some magic to like turn the sign to point them the wrong direction. So they get back to that intersection and now they're taking the correct turn and they're able to leave. And they all hop out of Nekomaru to like celebrate getting out of the woods.
1: Hooray! And so Tsuruhibe says, listen, this is a very obvious weakness on our part. These dudes were like way better than us. We barely made it out. So we are going to start training every day. And everybody, the remaining three dudes except Sasuke, react like kindergartners.
0: Yeah, like the first time a child is told that they will have homework, and they just like are trying to comprehend like you like really struggle against like the weight of what that means for their life. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is the reaction that these three cocky rangers have. Jiraiya goes so far as to like like aw shucks like kick a stone that is at his foot uh, which conveniently flies out, hits the sign that had previously been turned around and knocks it back into its correct position.
1: Yeah. So then, okay, so that's pretty much it for them. Last scene is we see Young Noble Jr. He is sitting at the piano, and he is playing some sort of lovely classical music, and he is looking over at the Kuno Ichigami, and he says, listen, this is no good. Like, we have got to defeat the Kaka Rangers. Don't worry about it, though. You guys did a good job. And the Kuno Ichigami is sort of like, yes, no, like, we next time we'll get him. And I was, I'm surprised... By Young Noble Jr.'s chill at this point? Because Young Noble Jr. is a lot of things, but like a relaxed and understanding boss, he is not.
0: No, but he's saying, listen, there's a lot of other strong yokai that we can throw at them. Like, I don't need you to chase after the cocky rangers right now because I've got other people sort of like, you know, in the reserve. So let's try them. You guys just chill for a bit. And they all smile and sort of circle around his piano bench. And then Young Noble and Jr. Then, Snaps his fingers. <laughs> and am sorry. He,
1: he turns them into
0: cats. Okay. This is what I don't understand. <laughs> so he snaps his fingers and they all turn into cats. Does, is he transforming lady ninjas into cats or had he previously transformed cats into lady ninjas?
1: Dude, that is a really excellent question. And it is not clear at all. Uh what the correct answer
0: to it is. There's there's a, also, lot, there's a lot of mystery. I mean, listen, there ought to be mystery. Uh these yeah. are ninja. That is that is their stock and trade.
1: Yeah, also it is not clear if he is actually saying take a break and that somehow being a cat is a break for them, or if it's just or if he was, like, lying, and this is a punishment to turn them turn them into cats? I don't know. I don't know,
0: because the cats seem pretty happy to be cats. Like, they don't then, like, run away and cower. They're, like, chilling and cuddling with him. And then he picks one up, and he starts, like, laughing and talking about how he's going to murder the cocky rangers. But then, as is his want, he transforms into that uh, Rito Revolto, like half like, army skeleton look but he's still (laughs) holding the cat. So you just get like this giant horrifying army skeleton, like cradling this like adorable cat while laughing about murdering the Rangers, And that is how this episode ends. So Kakarangers really pick it up. Feeling real good about it. Yeah, dude, this train is a rolling. Okay. So creature Royale,
1: man, where do the shoot and doji brothers fall on this list? I'm a real big fan. I think they look super cool. I love their whole jam where they just want to like hang out and fight and drink sake with each other. They're pretty effective. Like They do a pretty good job
0: of taking the Rangers out, I would say. Okay, so here's, here's uh, I think, a good starting place. Um, do you think the Shuten Doji Brothers are better or worse than the... Three priestesses, like the three jewelry priestesses from *Dial
1: I like them a lot better, actually, okay, a lot better.
0: So, how much higher yeah, are I've... you looking, man? Um, better than uh, Oberogumera? Yeah, definitely better than Oberogumera.
1: Definitely, I think cooler than Kukigan, the disease monster from a couple episodes ago.
0: Kukigan, Kukigan. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. like that guy, but these guys are probably cool. Okay, so is he... Uh, is Do you want to put him just above that? Or do you think he... Because just above okay, that is Iron well, Mask Choryu.
1: Yeah, man. Iron Mask Choryu, he's a he's like a tough nut to crack. Like, he's a strong defender at that slot 13. Because uh, no, I don't think they're cooler than Iron Mask Choryu. He's like... Those episodes of Tire Ranger* are so good. He's, like, yeah, Chinese the
0: Kung Fu Darth Vader? The, the, the thing that's about, rad, dude. Yeah, the thing about Iron Mask Choryu is I feel like Iron Mask Choryu is the lowest guy on the list who is, like, an important, like, monster character. Like, above yeah. Iron Mask Choryu, you've either got, like, people who are, like, very important to the series, like... Uh, Heatwave Hood, or or you know like Jin the Demon Fist, or you have people that are just like undeniably cool, right? Uh, or to have like you know like weird crazy episodes like Kabuki Novas. Like, he, listen, he he became a robot guy. I love that he became a robot with the Kabuki Wake. It's not like yeah, an important like episode, amazing. but I love it. So like, you really need to bring the heat if you're gonna get above Iron Mouse Choryu. And I think these guys almost make it.
1: Yeah, but not quite. So, shouldn't Doji Brothers in at slot 14 in the Creature Royale?
0: And I think... And Matt, I... Yeah. And, it's going to do it for us. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to this 16th episode of A View to a Cocker Ranger. Uh, but that's going to do it for us this week. Before we finish up here, I want to remind you all, you can email the show at SuperSentaiBrothers at gmail.com. If you want to get any updates on future episodes or check out the things that we are talking about on Twitter, we are at Super bros. If you like the show, please remember, shining in the iTunes review section. There are five stars. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's what's going to help new people find the show. Uh, Super Sentai Brothers are a production of Retrograde Orbit Radio. Uh, if you want to listen to any of the other great Retrograde Orbit Radio shows, you can find them all at RetrogradeOrbitRadio.com. Once again, we're the Super Sentai Brothers. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. Uh, have a Happy New Year, everybody. and Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other.